Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Well, um, God is good. You know what? It doesn't matter where we've been. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. He's a good God. And he only wants the best for us. And... Um, this morning when I woke up, I woke up, they are building, we have, we, we built the house on four, in, there was four empty stands. So we bought the one, so there's three open. So now they're building on the one just across from us in the corner. So there's not a lot of dust. <laughs> and they start early in the mornings, then I just hear the, the um, big well, this morning it sounded like a train. <laughs> My husband woke up, he said, something sounds like a train. <laughs> and you know, they've got one of those things that, that compacts the ground. And so that's what we wake up with. But it's okay. You know, when we built there, it sounded most probably the same for our neighbors. And so... We were not there. I mean, we didn't hear all the <laughs> all the commotion, and um, of course, I love I loved it. You know, Oscar <laughs> David. The other day, somebody came there and they wanted. They haven't seen the. Oh, Emmy, who was here last week, and she wanted to see the house, and um, I took her upstairs, but. It's usually very neat and tidy. Like, everything is very neat and tidy. If you want, you can come visit me one day, then you can see. You're welcome. Anyway, so that day there was a few things standing around in the room that shouldn't be there. So I said to her, you know, just, it's not as clean as it should be. She says, um, don't worry, you're um, not, not so clean as it should be is my very clean. <laughs> So anyway, so there's a lot of dust. And um, this morning when I woke up with that, that thing bouncing and, and compacting the ground, um, it was just quickened in my spirit that, you know, sometimes we feel like that, isn't it? We feel like it's like it's pressing us and we're being compacted, but it, it keeps on hitting us. <laughs> you know, it's like, Blow one blow after the other, and it doesn't stop. <laughs> Who feels like that sometimes? Yeah, I'm sure, all of us. You know, it's like um, I, I spoke to my nanny yesterday morning. She really spoils me. Um, since I got this um, stupid attack, um, I, I used to love coffee. All of you guys know. I, love I loved coffee. And uh, since then, I can't, the taste to me is just horrible. <laughs> I can't stand the, the taste or even the smell of coffee. So I only drink rooibos tea. <clears throat> so every morning when she comes in, I hear her. She, she makes me a nice cup of rooibos tea. She brings it up to the room and um, breakfast in bed every morning. Yeah, she just spoils me. And yeah, she's been working for me like 21 years. So um, the other morning she came up and she said, 
she's so glad that I'm healthy. And that I, she said she really had a fright. And she was really concerned. And she just started to cry. And I said to her, don't worry, you know, you should know. We're going to have a long life. I've been saying that all the time. We're going to be 120. And then me and you are going to sit on the stoop and say, okay, that's enough now. We're going to heaven. And then I'm going to take her hand and say, okay, God, thank you. We're done. Then we're going to go up like Enoch. And then she always laughs. So I said to her, you didn't have to be concerned. She said, but it's been a tough year. And um, it's, it's been, but... If I look at everything God has done, the tough it wasn't so bad. You see, the enemy will let us focus on that that was bad and, and, and keep us focused on that. Instead of letting us focus on, okay, what happened in that? And um, I was reading 1 Samuel 30. It's about David. Now, um, David was anointed as king when he was 17 years old. Okay, you all know that. Samuel came and anointed him. So in, in front of all his brothers and his dad, who said, no, he's not important. He's just there in the field. You know, many times we don't feel that everybody else is more important. And, and we don't feel so important. Isn't it? You know, he was just put there. He was just a shepherd. He was looking after the sheep. The other brothers, the older brothers, all the other brothers, they got, they got to do the better things. But in being a shepherd, God was molding him. And, and God was teaching him, him so in, such important things and building character. And even after that, you know how um, David slipped up. I mean, he made many mistakes. God didn't remove the anointing from him. God never does. It sometimes gets polluted, but it's never removed. But you pollute it. It's, it's not God. <laughs> it's never God. It's you. It's choices we make. And, um, and I mean, even in the wrong choices, God still blessed him. I love the stories of David. I don't know about you guys. Well, I love all the stories of Jeremiah, of Isaiah. I, but sometimes God just puts me on, on one. And at the moment, it's Job. Can you believe it? And, <laughs> and I was looking, and he was asking all these questions. And he kept on, ah. And, and it's sometimes, you know, and God wasn't in one of those answers. Only at the end, God came in. And so, David... <clears throat> was in Ziklag, sorry. <clears throat> now, the meaning of Ziklag is, um, I looked it up, it's pressed, it's measured, measured, and pressed. Say, I am measured and pressed sometimes. And Many times we have to, to realize, I'm going to mess now, but it's okay. I can get it open. I'm going to mess on purpose. Okay, so when we are pressed and measured, what are we doing? Are we spilling out the word of God? What's coming out? 
oops, what's coming out of us? When somebody, you know, when, when I bump into somebody, what's spilling out of me? Is it streams of living, clean, powerful water when I'm pressed and measured? Or is there junk in my trunk? Who are you looking at? <laughs> this was not planned. <laughs> what is spilling over? Am I just moaning and groaning and grumbling? And asking why? And asking all these questions? Oh, why me, Lord? What have I ever done? Do you know that song? It's quite a nice song. <laughs> but anyway. To deserve even one. See, God's favor is unmerited. We don't, we don't deserve that. We just get it. And it's always there. But what is spilling out of us? Isn't it? Is that living water coming out of us? I can do it with the oil too, but I don't, I don't want to mix. <laughs> Not today. So... When we are pressed and when we are measured, are we thinking, Father God, no matter what, I'm going to praise you. No matter what. They were, David had to run away from Saul, and he was in Ziklag in the pressing and the measuring for four years and four months. Four years and four months. And then they were fighting against the Philistines. Uh, Philistines all the time and there was the Amalekites and then while they were fighting against the Philistines the Amalekites came and when they got back to Ziklag the men uh, the, and, and David I think it was 3,000 men um, all the women and children were gone and everything was stolen can you imagine they were coming home. They were thinking we're coming home to a nice meal. All the children are going to play around. We're going to have nice fellowship with our wives and our children. And we, we, we've just had victory. And here we get home and everything's stolen. And everything's gone. And many of us at the moment might be in a place of, God, now everything's gone. And now... Everybody's cross with David. Everybody's cross with David. They are blaming David. So what did David do? Did he go and sit in his corner and say, Why me, Lord? What have I ever done to deserve even one? <laughs> That's the easy way. But again, it's like, what, what is spilling out of us? He was anointed to be king. Doesn't matter what was coming against him. The truth was, he was anointed to be king. And that's the thing. That's why supernaturally we have to start seeing the, every promise of God. 
And knowing that's what he promised, that's what he promised over me, that's what he promised over my kids. And if, you, if they've never received the prophetic word, it doesn't matter. You've got a whole prophetic book that you can prophesy over them. If God said it, it might look impossible. I mean, many things at the moment to us, there's many things that I never thought would be possible. I mean, 10 years ago, we had nothing, nothing, not houses, not cars, nothing, absolutely nothing. We lost everything. Well, I lost everything. I've told you the story. But now God has restored much more than double. Everything debt free. We don't. And I'm not bragging on us. I'm bragging on God because that's what he can do. There's nothing impossible. Um, Jared's um, testimony. And I'm, I'm sure, well, I'm 100% sure each and every one of you have a testimony. We have to have a testimony every single day. The testimony today is I woke up. God woke me up. I'm healthy. I could drive here. God said, I, I, I will get a job. But in the waiting, in the measuring, in the pressing, what are we doing? Are we mumbling and complaining and groaning and delaying what God has said to us? Because we bring the delay. I'm telling you. I remembered one morning I had to go and fetch Shanae in Stanet, and I've told you this. And there was no, I didn't have a car. I didn't have money. And how God that whole day just orchestrated it, that I got into Stanerton, I got a car, I got back, the tank was full of, um, and somebody just brought a thousand rand in an envelope said, you will be blessed. And blessed was spelled wrong. It was two Zs. <coughs> and the person that brought it had a car. It was so dilapidated. It looked like the, the, the um the doors were going to fall off. I don't know, up to today, uh, later on somebody said to me, God said to her and she asked somebody here to send me the money. Years after that. And I thought, man, you maybe need this money more than me. <laughs> but you know what? God has principles. And the thing is, we, we, if we're faithful with little, God gives us more. That's just, he can entrust us with more. And many times God knows, if I give you a billion rand now, it's going to be detrimental to you. Even with David, God knew. Only 13 years after he was anointed as king. He was anointed at 17 years old. Samuel said, you are going to be king. And he anointed him. So the anointing and everything was there. But at 17 years old, I'm sure David would have messed up so big time, it would have been a total chaos. Of course, the enemy uses it for, to, to try and deter David to never get there because, he, but in the end, David did. 13 years later at 30. He became king. 
But in the pressing, in the measuring, we should rejoice. And what did David do when everybody was coming against him? He started what? What did he do? Does anybody know? He encouraged himself. So how do I encourage myself? If you have to encourage yourself today about a situation, what would you say? Where's the mic? Where are we going to start? Oopsie. Everybody awake? <laughs> okay. Um, can, you, uh, can we start with you tonight? What would you say to encourage yourself today? Just one sentence. What will you strike? Okay, to strengthen. Awesome. Thank you, God, that you give me strength today. Right. Kerry? Amy? Is it on? I would say um, God has never failed yet. Get up and say, God is good. God is good. Okay. Jared, what would you say? What should you be able to do right now? Promise I will clean up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have victory. We have the vi Who has the victory? You encouraging? Yeah. Yourself. I have the victory. Great. Marisela? I always feel encouraged because I believe it will happen. Okay, but how and do I, you encourage yourself? I tell myself it will happen. I just have to wait patiently, and with time, with God's timing, it will happen. Awesome. Great. The Yere is my rocks. God is my um, rock. Great. Jehovah Jireh, God is my provider. Amen. Okay, we're going to start this side and yeah. go over that, okay? Good God's night. promises is yes and amen. God's promises are yes and amen, if we know them. Exactly, good. I know my Redeemer lives. You know your Redeemer lives, Glenda, good. <laughs> You're not going to forget. <laughs> Sorry. I'm strong and even in the power of His might. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm first and I'm not last. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. And so you can go on and on and exactly. on and on. Exactly, exactly. Amen. Good, yes. Lisa? I know I can do this because he's, he's my provider. She said all you I wanted to say. Yes. Madeleine? Um, God will make a way. He's a good God. Amen. Um, from studying uh, 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 David, as you say, God have learned me. I've learned out of David. If you wait upon the Lord, you will renew your strength. I've learned from David how he have weighed upon the Lord to become king 
have made him stronger and have given him strength. And I believe inside of me that the God that I serve is not a God that he should lie. And he's not a son of man that will come and repent on this before men. I just love God so much because he's a miracle worker in my life. Amen. I went through so much and God have brought me out, out of everything and he had given me strength and he told me, just hold on, hold Amen. on, hold on to me. That is what giving me the strength today to give up, get up every day. The bread that I'm breathing inside is the bread, that the, 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 it's a miracle that we can get up and breathe in that bread that God is giving us. True. If God is for me, who can be against me? And I'm, I'm more than an overcomer. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to share this scripture that I've been encouraging myself with. I got it from someone else, but during this time with the battles I'm going through, it's Isaiah 62, verse 8. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, never again will I give your grain as food for your enemies, and never again will foreigners drink the new wine for which you have toiled. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I, can, I can do anything through Jesus who gives me strength. Amen. I give everything to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, David encouraged himself. Say, come on, I can do this. Just like you said, we're going to get back everything we've lost because God goes before me. And, 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 and you start um, prophesying over yourself, encouraging yourself. And you don't stop until you feel, okay, now I can go on. Because sometimes we, we, we say it, but... We have to keep on saying it until you are strengthened in, in the power of God's might. That's what he says. Until you are so strengthened and so full, until you are bubbling over, until you, I don't have any more water, <laughs> until what's spilling out of you is the word of God. And what's spilling out of you is encouraging others. Because while you are encouraging yourself, there will only be encouragement coming out of you. You will see. And then you will start to encourage. And it won't be all about me, me, me. It will be all about somebody else. And while you are doing it for somebody else, it happens in your life. Because that's what happened to me. I mean, I sometimes only had so much money and then I would give it away. Because I thought this is not enough for me now. I need much more than this. So I just sow it. Because then I'm going to get 30, 60, or 100 folk. So it's not, if, it's not good, if it's not enough, then it's seed. That's how I believe, and I still believe. So then I just sow it. Okay? <laughs> you never outgive God. That's one thing I've learned. Like, like this water, it, it, there's a lot of more bottles in there. <laughs> So, and that's what's in you. It's streams of living water. It's not just one stream. It should be streams for every situation, financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically. There should be streams that's coming out of you for every situation. And then what happened then? Then um, 
he was speaking to the men and he saw, ah, ah, these are just grumbling guys. You're not going with. The ones that are grumbling and complaining and crying and wailing and, 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 and sitting in their corner, oh, yanky, yammer gaat, you just stay here. You're not coming with me. And they only took 300 men. Mm -hmm. And they recovered all and more. And what happened in that fight? Saul died and Jonathan. Uh-huh. And what happened? David stepped into kingship. David stepped into kingship. And we already crowned as kings. Isn't it? God is the king of? Who's the kings? We are. But are we reigning and ruling? Or is it always the same? We're really moving into a, a brand new season. And I know a lot of people say it. But um, I heard distinctly, like I said to you, August is the month of awe. And I'm already standing in awe what God is doing. There's a song, he touched my body, he touched my mind. You know that song? Oh, did you know it? <laughs> he just came just in time. I'm going to praise his name. Huh. <laughs> you know when songs come to me. Anyway, you know, and it's never too late. But you know what? Sometimes we don't know what we want. And we cannot confuse God. He knows exactly. So then he just sits back because confusion is not from him. No, it's, it's not. Exactly. So he wants specifics. Exactly. He wants you to be specific. I was praying specific over, over my husband's situation. And it's, it's not exactly how I want it, but it's going to be better. It's even going to be better. And, uh, um, but it's, I had to stick in there. I had to keep on praying. And keep on saying and that. But my husband had to make certain decisions. And sometimes he takes a little bit long to make a decision. <laughs> but that's his personality. And it brings good balance. But we have to realize, no matter where the pressing is, what's coming out of us? Is it fresh water? Or is it... A lot of gunk. Is it pure oil? Is the anointing flowing from us? I've said it many times. I listen to people when they speak. If they tell me, I'm crazy about that. Oh, I'm crazy about that, especially in Afrikaans. I've said it before. I want a fivefold ministry then. You don't speak that over yourself. I don't care if you read it in every magazine or you hear it all the time. Don't say that. Ek was, ek is, ek is doodmoeg. 
ek het sikkel my dood. Then I say no, levendig. And then, even over the phone, doesn't matter with who I speak to. Ek het my dood gesikkel. Then I say no, levendig. Then I hear they, they, they just keep quiet for a while and say, levendig. I don't want them to die prematurely. And sometimes people take offense. Then I then I say to them, I really don't want to offend you. Please don't take offense. But don't talk like that. It's like Joyce Meyer always say, you can sit here. You can come to church. That doesn't, you can, uh, if I go stand in my garage, it doesn't make me a car. <laughs> and it was, it was in, in, when I just started serving God, the, 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 um, I wanted to know, okay, now that pastor is saying all these things, but how do I practically do it? Teach me, show me. And that's why I give you the mic. Because if I say I encourage myself, how do I do it? Okay, now I listen to you guys. Do you really know how to encourage yourself? And sometimes we are at different places in our lives, at a different place of measuring and pressing. But doesn't matter. There's a word of God that's alive and active and powerful and effective and energizing. That's what that scripture says in Hebrews 4 verse 12. I know it's one of my favorite scriptures, but it energizes you. So if I'm, I'm, if I feel in my body or, um, you know, many more, many afternoons or even in the mornings now, I, my body um, wants to go through a slump. It's just like, I, I, I try to, but it's, there's no energy. And then sometimes I have to encourage myself and, and speak to my body and, and speak life into it and speak energy into it. And what do I do? I use scripture. I use scripture. Dr. Yvette has been sending me since I've come from hospital every day scripture with my name in it. It's so amazing. And it was out of the Passion Translation. And I speak it over myself and then I just speak it over her too. It's when we start investing in other people, then God can pour out more in you. Because isn't, isn't it, the more I give out, the more God fills up. And the clearer it becomes, and the more it becomes, and then it, it goes into streams, streams of provision, streams of encouragement, streams of strength, streams of healing. And it was like when, when, when they came to church on Sunday and her husband testified that four months ago, and I'm reading 
David of Ziklag. They had to stay there four years and four months. Four months ago, um, it, it's not we prayed for him. It doesn't matter who prayed. Thank God he was, his, and I looked at that leg looked horrible. There was stuff in there that never came out for seven years. Everything is gone. And I always say that, where the attack is the most fierce, that's the next level. That's the next level. So now I'm trusting God really for more, for, for much, much more. And he will. And I will be spilling out more streams for his kingdom, for his glory, for people to be touched, for people to be changed, for the increase to come. God said it. In September, there will be suddenlies, and uh, there will be sudden changes. There will be sudden miracles. Oh, but, but why can't we uh, already trust God for it now? Isn't it? So, and that's what I'm saying. What are you expecting God to do in your life now? in your children's life, in your ministry. Each and every one. Remember, ministry starts with prayer. So if you feel you're not where you want to be yet and, and it's not as you envisioned yet, just pray. Pray. Pray for other ministries. Pray for everything that you want in your life to happen for other people. Leave yourself out of it at the moment. Like something that God has placed in my heart. For three months, I got up three o'clock in the morning. I prayed for COVID-19 people. For three months, I gave up. I stood up. I sacrificed. I said, God, that is for, this is for you. And today, I can see God's glory is working in my life. Amen. I can see God is things that I never expected. I never, ever expected that, that God is going to do things in my life that, that, that is going to come to me. I can feel it. I had just this burden to just pray, pray. Forget about yourself. Forget about your family. Forget about what you're going through. Honor me. Mm. If you start honoring me, I will honor you. Amen. And that's true. It's, it's again serving. You know, it's, it's again, just keep on serving others. Jesus was the greatest servant. You know, just keep on serving. I, I'm telling you, you will serve yourself right into kingship. We're already kings, but I mean into, into that accelerated suddenly. If you make it happen for other, other people, God will make it happen for you. And the thing is, we, we, we're so busy with it. I, I know you've seen that thing where, where Joyce Meyer goes like a, um, a robot and she says, me, 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 me. And it's true. It's, it, we are so focused on, 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 on my situation and what I'm going through. And if you stop looking at your situation and what you're going through and you start asking, okay, what can I pray for you? And you forget about, and then when you see again, your situation is sorted. <laughs> 
and you've been promoted and you step into that business that you've been waiting for or you step into that um, position that you've been waiting for or, or somebody phones you and said, we need you to come pray for this person and when you get there, it's a, it's a president or it's a, um, it's a minister or it's a whatever and then God divinely connects you. That's what God does. And sometimes it's, it's hard. It is like that machine. And then I think, okay, I'm breathing. It's happening. But it needs to be compacted so that when the, they throw the foundation, there's nothing that will shift. And, the, and we have to realize we're standing on the rock. Nothing, we are immovable. Nothing is supposed to move us, not, doesn't matter what comes our way. What is spilling out of us? In my situation, what scripture am I standing on? Or five, or six? So when I ask you, you can say, I'm standing on these for somebody, even if it's not for me. Because I know when I'm standing on that for somebody else, it's going to happen for me. Because what I sow, I'm going to reap. It's a principle. Make sense? You're never going to forget the water that I threw out today. So what is spilling out of me? When I look at each and every one of you, what do I see? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I always ask the Lord, and he always gives me a vision, and I, I see great big trees, like in a, in a forest, and, and they, they, they straight up, and they green, and they luscious. And where is it in the Word? It's in Psalm. Psalm 1, I think 3. Yes, yeah, Psalm 1, verse 3. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8, I think. That's what I see. So if that encourages you today, and I declare in the name of Jesus over our online audience and over each and everyone sitting here today that you will be like a tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth fruit in its season. Your leaves will not fade or wither and everything that you do will prosper and come to maturity and jeremiah 17 um what did i say seven and um eight thank you lord that everyone sitting here today is most blessed because they believe and they are trusting and they rely on you they hope and confident is in you 
for they will be like trees planted by the waters that spreads out and roots by the river, and they will not see or fear when the heat comes, but their leaves shall be green. They will not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall they cease yielding fruit. Can you see? That's what's supposed to come out of you. Shalmain, it's going to happen quickly for you. It's time to rest. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm done for today. I think I've given you a lot to think about. And um, just know what's inside of you. Streams of living water. Pure anointing. Because Jesus Christ is the anointed one. If we've made him the Lord and Savior of our lives, that's what's supposed to come out of us. When there's a pressing, when there's a measuring, what's coming out of us? The oil of gladness, of joy, what's spilling out of us? Thank you, Lord, that we are entering in into a season of streams, into a a season of suddenlies into a season of the kabot glory of God. Thank you, Lord, that we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Thank you, Lord, it will show forth, it will come forth speedily. Thank you that you accelerate that we will truly move into the season of suddenlies. We will believe it. We will receive it. We will encourage ourselves. We will encourage people. Because what we sow, we reap. Thank you, Lord, that we are stepping in to our season that the harvesters are overtaking the planters. Our season of multiplication. Our season of fruitfulness. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what the pressing and the measuring is. We will come out and you will say, you are my good and faithful steward. You are my good and faithful son. You are my good and faithful daughter. I'm so proud of you. And you already are. Because God, you are the God that sees the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. And your plans you have for us is only good.
In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father, that our streams will refresh. It will bring refreshing. In Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.